This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. Thank you, Disembodied Hot Girl Voice. This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. I'm Ernie. And I'm Robert, as always. As always. Ugh. Yes. The dream lives. So here we are again, um, coming to you somewhat live. Always somewhat live. We somewhat we do live. appreciate it. Now I will say this though about us somewhat live is in the near future we may be um, live because one of the things I found out about our glorious place that we make our podcast, which everybody knows is of course Anchor, is they are actually coming uh, out with a live version of their app, so you can actually do a live show. Well, that would be cool. That'd be kind of cool to do. I thought so. But yeah, so that's kind of cool. So sometimes in the future we may end up being live. So this is this is a fun this is a fun episode I think because a lot of times people talk about uh, the generational gap and in a lot of different respects. You know, no no respect for authority. How the schooling's changed, electronics and technology. We talked all about that in the past. One thing that I don't think we really talked about is the difference of what has kind of translated over, like the nerd things that have translated over and the things that have not. And the new things that the new generation is doing that we're like, what, why, why are they doing that? I don't understand. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of one of the topics we're going to talk about in this glorious episode. Um, And I'll tell you what another thing is, um, there's been actually on our uh, Facebook feed, which we we do love talking about here and there. um, There's a lot of posts on stuff we've kind of talked about, Joker, Batman stuff. We've kind of gone over a bunch but there is a bunch of stuff about Legos, um, Star Wars Legos specifically, which are kind of cool. And um, I believe I saw some interesting reviews of the new Toy Story movie. Um, and I, I don't know if we talked about this before, to be honest. I, think we, I don't think we have. No, we haven't. Um, but there's some interesting things in an article I read about it. And I don't remember where I read the article about Toy Story about what this story means um, and what the purpose of this particular story is. So that's just kind of an interesting thing that I might, we might mention a little bit on it in your future of this episode. Um, but we want to start off with how our weeks were. And I feel that this time, since I've been yachting here for a hot minute, what has, how's your week been? Did you do any cool nerd stuff this week or has it really been, kind of just one uh, work day after another, and he didn't have a chance to have those cool conversations with anybody. Well, um, you know, as far as um, being able to talk things, I did talk about, you know, Lego Star Wars. Oh, did you? Um, yeah. Okay. With, with oh, some people. Perfect topic then. Okay. And um, one of the things um, that came up over the weekend, I don't know if anyone else has this uh, thing, where it seems like a lot of stuff that you either think about or talk about Ends up on your Facebook feed. Oh yeah, that the creepy. Yeah, yeah. The, the Facebook stalking. Yeah, so that's actually a good topic. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I like this. This is good. Yeah, so you know, uh, my daughter she builds a lot of Lego sets, but it's the friends. It's like the more like kid friendly. So it's like you know, and one of the characters is named after her. But there's like four girls and a couple boys, and it's like this Heart Lake City that you're trying to build. So there's like you know Stephanie's house and. Like Heart Lake Resort, there's the pool. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, and, and yeah, those she, are cool. Yeah, so she loves building them, and and what she told me was that she loves like the time she and I spent together, like putting them together and like 
building them up. And some of these sets can get really big. Well, um, and I know this is going to sound hard, but I'm kind of hoping that she kind of like moves past this, these sets and moves moves, into the real stuff, moves into the bigger stuff. So like she, she sees it, she looks at them and she's like, wow, that looks really hard to build. And then like, there's one. um, And then of course there's the star Wars ones. Now she knows how much I enjoy the star Wars. Right. And she loves the big sets, the ones with like thousands of pieces and the little like action figures that come with it, like the little, the little Lego figures, right? So the more little figures, the better the set in her mind, right? Which isn't a bad argument because those little figures can be danged expensive on their own. Right, right. So, you know, over the weekend, um, I saw on my Facebook feed that this toy store, this online toy store, is offering like up to 70% off of some of the Lego sets. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a discontinued set. It's the Super Star Destroyer. Now, I remember when like the trailer came out for this, and this shows you how it goes, right? Yes. Um, I saw a trailer for this, for this Lego set, and it looked amazing. It's the Super Star Destroyer, and it's got like over a thousand pieces. It has a stand, it has like specs, and it was like 800 bucks. Mm. So it was for the serious, uh, if you could call them that, the serious Lego aficionado, right? Well, to be fair, that is a thing. And Beyond the Brick is a, is a great place to go. I think it's a magazine and a whole bunch of stuff. And a lot of the cool Star Wars and other buildings are, they, they have, you know, these huge conventions. They have huge competitions where people can earn lots of money for this stuff and they build massive castles and star wars scenes and motorized stuff and all kinds of things in this whole because my son's into lego and he's and he's into legos you're talking about he's you know building his own thing type of thing and he knows all the different techniques about uh, that they use and different types of you know the, the dimensions and this that the others and he's like all up in it so it can be really serious stuff. And these are serious guys who can take, you know, thousands of pieces of Lego and make art out of them. So oh. there is that level, too. And, you know, you got to move up through the ranks. And your daughter's at an age almost where the, that next the serious or more mature Lego creations are definitely in her vicinity of being something that she could do. And that'd be cool for you to get into, too. Yeah. And, I, and I've seen, like, some of the things that come on my feet. Like, somebody recreated, like the D-Day landing at uh, Normandy. Oh, yes. That's one of the ones I was going to actually talk about. And, I saw that one, yeah. And it was huge. It was, and it was pretty darn accurate. Like, they had, mm-hmm. they had the little, like, anti, uh, anti-transport, um, you know, barricades along the, you know, the beach. They had the, the water there. But it really wasn't water. It was just blue Lego bricks. Yes, And then, yeah. and then they had, like, the little landing crafts and they had like i guess battery powered like yellow bricks that flashed to simulate the gunfire and then it was like just covered with like all these uh lego action figures right just all over this beach so they were storming the beach and they had like the essential mm-hmm. like german like strongholds or what these are called pillboxes uh with the guns sticking out of them but you would see the little right. flashes go back and forth and i was like you know what i, I that's a level of creativity that I just, I could picture in my mind, I just do it. Right. 
You know, like if Lego says, you know, Ernie, you know, we're granting you like unlimited access to all of our supply of bricks, build something. I would, I, I wouldn't know what to do. I really wouldn't. That is, that's a big, that's, that's the thing is you've got to have, that's what I called you up and I asked you about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not sadly because you're, you're talking a couple of hundred dollar, multiple hundreds of dollars item and you're talking a significant amount off. And I was like, let me look at that real quick. And it wasn't legit. Now you could get it relatively inexpensive, quote unquote, but you're really talking about an item that's going to cost you a pretty penny no matter what. And you just, you're not going to get that cheap. I mean, hell, I bought a um, kit a long time ago, uh, one of the old black castles from Lego. And, you know, it cost a hundred and something dollars. And it was just a little castle, but I had it growing up and I was like, I need to do this. Right. You know, there's just some things like I had this as a kid. I want to do this. My kids enjoy it. And it's really kind of a, 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 a thing that can transcend generations. You know, that's one of those talking about the topic at hand, you know, things that really transcend generations is, is Legos. I mean, kids are into it. It's still going strong. We were into it. Our parents to some extent were into it. You know, it's at least gotten three generations so far and still going strong. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it's a little different now because when I was, uh, when I was at my daughter's age and my parents were buying these Lego sets, um, it was usually just like a combination of pieces. There wasn't mm -hmm. very many themes. Like, um, there were a lot of like, I would say farm themed sets, uh, city themed sets, you know, it'd be like a, like a bank, uh, a car that you would build to park outside the bank. And those still are out there. Um, the city sets is what they're called now. Just kind of the standard stuff. Yeah. You know, that's not the licensed things that are a little less expensive and that really are for kids to just kind of explore their imagination rather than this is the Star Destroyer and this is what you have to build. Right. Well, you know, as a kid and with my friends, we would get our Lego sets, our, our, our bricks, and make our own, like, we try to make an X-Wing or we'd make an A-Wing, you know, mm -hmm. or we try to make a TIE fighter. You know, that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's what we had to do. Um, right. And that's a big piece of it, I think, is, is, is that you had to try and build it on your own. Yeah. And, and they used to have some of the kits that came out. You could build like three or four things out of it. And they gave you instructions to build three or four things. And it was kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. You're going to learn those techniques then. And if you really stick with it, I mean really stick with it, um, you can really kind of um, – get to a level where you can build bigger and bigger, more creative and more creative things. Right. I mean, uh, you know, they did have like the Lego, like uh, medieval knights and castles and stuff like that. And, you know, usually one of my friends would get one like for Christmas and then we'd build it. And then, you know, it's like, great, we have a castle now, but yeah. we didn't have anything like science fictiony or anything mm -hmm. like that. So yeah. it was a lot of, it was a lot of that being, like you said, creative on our own. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. I fell down the rabbit hole with that whole thing because I decided not to move forward because I actually did search out to see if I can get a legit, you know, Superstar Destroyer Lego set, which has been discontinued, and they're going for like a thousand bucks. So I was like, yeah, I don't think this is going to happen. Mm -hmm. But it did say, you know, other people who viewed this also viewed this. And it's, okay. the, and it's the really nice Millennium Falcon kit. The newer one? The newer one, not the 
Not the $198 one. Mm-hmm. The one from the, the Han Solo movie. Yeah, that's that's the one that you could get on the cheap, if you yeah. want to call it cheap. Yeah, yeah. It's still 70 80 bucks, but that's compared to other prices, it's not bad. No, this one was like the Mac Daddy of kits. It's 32 inches in diameter. Nice. And it is true to specs. It has like eight different figures that come with it. You could actually have them like walking around inside the Falcon. You know, oh, they have the wow. spot to play chess. You know, the cockpit, the the guns. You could put them in the in the turrets and everything. Nice. It's very cool. Huge. It's like almost a thousand bucks. Wow. And here's the thing: there were three comments to people who have purchased it. They all gave it out of five possible stars. They gave it like five out of five. And okay. one of them actually turned it into a coffee table. He built the, wow. he built the kit and he got like a little, you know, he, he I guess he probably commissioned to have it done, but like it's like a, a piece of wood underneath it. He put the falcon on top and then he and then a glass box and wow. in the middle of his living room. And like he shows a picture, and he goes, Here it is inside the coffee table, here it is in my living room. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, the the ultimate in nerdum, right? Yeah, of course. And of course, that's really amazing. That's really cool. Um, one of the things I was I was I saw today, and um, again, I, I followed um, shameless plug for somebody who's never going to pay us. Um, be, from Beyond the Brick, they have a display of one of my all-time favorite movies from the old days when I was young and joyful with uh, the Princess Bride. Mm. They have the entire scene of all the the village and the characters and the book and the water and the whole the whole thing of the princess bride made all in legos it's massive and amazing the the, the engineering you have to have the idea or something you know what i'm saying there's just you've got to have that instinct to some in some extent or a lot of practice to get to that level where you could just here's a bunch of bricks build me something it's yeah. a, it's a hard thing to be able to visualize yeah so going back to the superstar destroyer kit I mean, it's pretty long. I think it's like twenty inches in length. Yeah, yeah, and, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, but like the like, it doesn't like do much of anything. But it's an impressive looking model because it looks exactly like you see in the movies, the Superstar mm-hmm. Destroyer. Right, and um, it's just one of those things where it's like it looks kind of cool to have. However, <laughs> mm. you know, I was kind of like I had like that feeling. My little nerdy spider sense kicked in, and it was like. You know what? I don't know if this is a legit site or not. Mm-hmm. Like, what if they just, you know, they're saying this to get my money? Really, like, you know, they. Yeah. So. So it's it's there's a lot of cool things you can do, and it's not from a kit. You can tell that. Right, it's somebody that had like a unlimited resource of these bricks, or had the idea in his mind and sent it over to Lego. It was like, I need the bricks to do this. Mm-hmm. And they basically said, "All right, how big do you want it?" And they just threw it to them. Yeah, no, and it's it's that's that's very impressive. It's a very impressive thing. But you know, when you're looking at stuff like that, and you're looking at kind of like, okay, you talk to the Princess Bride, right? It's a perfect example. Kids today don't know what the Princess Bride is. You know, they don't know. Like my daughter doesn't know what space ball is. Or someone was talking yesterday. One of the nerd conversations I had this week um, was about how this these these guys were loving. Um, uh, Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that had an anniversary recently. I don't remember which one, but they, they, that came out. It's like, kids aren't going to know that stuff. No. You know, they aren't aware of that. You know, and 
you know, there's, there's things that gener- that pass through the generations, but now all the kids are into these little collectible items like your daughter is. It's like, we, we weren't into that in the same way. We were kids, you know, we had the quarter machines or maybe we collected action figures, but it's now these like cutesy little box toys that are completely useless. That once they collect them, they're never going to do anything with them. And it just seems a little, I don't know, what, what would you say, over the top? Well, I mean, it's like the thrill of the, the blind bag, right? Mm-hmm. It, 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 yeah. You know, every time I go to uh, my local uh, cinema, they strategically placed us like a little like souvenir shop right near, right as you pay, give up your ticket and go to your, go to the concession stand, like off to the left, they have shirts, they have mm-hmm. toys for like all the stuff there. And like when my daughter was spending uh, on her break with me, we went to the movies a few times, like every time she's gone there, like she's gotten like, um, like a couple blind bags from like the secret life of pets, Aladdin, um, what was the other one? Oh, Shazam. Oh, and, nice. And they're these uh, hard rubber, like, figurines. I mean, they're cute. You Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Um, but all they do is just clip on to, the, to their backpack. Another big, another big thing. It's, right. it's huge. And, and, my it's like, daughter, and my daughter was telling me, like, in her school, there's, like, a hierarchy, right? Like, like uh, they really, like, you know, my daughter is, like, like the like a point of conversation because they come over and they see all the little things that she gets from these blind bags from all the movies we watch like uh like the last dragons movie right mm-hmm. right i remember you got that after the movie came out yeah toothless and um the one with the two heads i forgot what it was like belch and whatever i forgot what yeah that yeah it's called but yeah yeah uh like they were like wigging out over it. she was telling me like everyone's like thinks it's so cool and what else? She got a, like a Star Wars one. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, she got a Chewbacca one. That's right. Okay. And then um, <laughs> she got, and then of course these. So she's got them all like waiting for her new backpack this year to put it on, so that way she can like show off to her friends. I guess it's like, like when I was in school. Honestly, when I was in school, we weren't allowed to bring toys, right? Right. But we still like snuck them in, right? And during my time, it was the Transformers. So I remember right. I had I had uh, I had Soundwave, which looked like a little like Walkman type thing. Um, sometimes some, <laughs> one of the kids would sneak in a Megatron or something like that, and nice. that would that would be like the cool thing. Like, oh, the, the cool kids always have like you know the off the wall stuff, right? Oh, of course. Did you remember? And I don't know if you ever got into this or knew anybody who was the sticker craze. Yes, there was a sticker craze for a while. Um, it kind of came after Garbage Pail Kids. Like uh, yes, stickers. the Garbage Pail. Or oh, in Pogs. Yeah, well, Pogs was – I was already out of school when Pogs hit it big. Yeah, so was I. But it's kind of a weird thing. I used to, I used to collect them a little bit when I was a kid for a hot minute. But it, it's one of those things. Those are things that just – now, stickers – everybody loves stickers. But today, sticker collecting isn't the thing. Using stickers – always popular kids always love stickers but it's a little bit different now you know than it was yeah. back in the day and that's that's kind of a weird thing because like stickers are always going to be around but it's like the quarter machines you know the quarter machines are still around they were around when we were kids they're still there they're nickels back in our day but you know they're still there yeah so it's kind of funny to see those transitions of of things that we did when we were young still being there and still being exactly the same well but, the the other thing was like you know from my parents 
you know, I was an only child. So, you know, we would have game night. We would play like Monopoly and stuff like that. But, you know, my parents also had hobbies. Uh, my parents actually had two hobbies. One was coin collecting. The other was stamp collecting. Which I did both for a little bit of time. Yeah. So like growing up, up until I was like maybe 11 or 12, like I would go with my folks and we would try to like fill up these little books that we had of like the coins. Like I had a quarter book and it had like all the different years of this specific type of quarter that mm-hmm. you had to try to collect. So that was like some of the fun of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember then, that. I had a great you, coin collection. Yeah, yeah. And then you would bring it uh, and I would bring it to like school and show my friends like, Hey, look, do you guys have like any quarters like, you know, that I'm missing? So was that a cool thing for you though? It, it was a, it was a nerdy thing. I would have okay. to say more than anything else, but that, yeah. but like I showed, I showed my daughter this, right. Mm-hmm. And it holds no attention to it. Like she thought yeah. it was, she was like, okay, I get it. You're collecting quarters um for all these years and you don't have them all right so all we have to do is just go buy a bunch of quarters and see if we can find it like she didn't she didn't put like the fun in the hunt and stuff like that right right hey you want to feel old go on tarzan you ready for this go on yeah the original animated one from disney is 20 years old yeah yeah that's crazy right that is I feel crazy. that I feel that's crazy. I feel that's a crazy thing. In fact, uh, somewhere around the same frame uh, time frame as uh, actually older uh, is um, was not sp- was it Spaceballs? I think I saw pass through one of those from the eighties or seventies eighties was like thirty or forty years old. Like, oh, that's definitely eighties. Spaceballs is 80s. yeah eighties. So it's like, good lord, what happened? Oh, I know, <laughs> I know. In the blink of an eye, right? But, Feels like it. Yeah, and and I and I also showed my daughter the stamp collection. She's like, what are stamps? You know, so I had to explain to her, you know, when you mail a letter. So it goes to show you how far removed the kids are today, right? With a lot of those classic stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, and it's it's kind of crazy, the, the generational gap that comes through that. Now, one of the things that's kind of interesting, kind of transitioned like that, is actually uh, comic books. Yeah. Um, because comic books have gone uh, to the digital age. And they're, they're not really paper. Now, obviously, comic books are, are still around. They're going to be around for a long time. But a lot of kids are doing the digital comics. Well, They're a that, lot more dynamic. They're a lot more interesting. And they're well, a ton cheaper you get, than paperback comics. Yeah, they're cheaper. And you can get all the variant covers for, like, one price. Exactly. And that's yeah. kind of the big thing. And people are like, you know, this is the next gen. Now, of course, you know, when all the technology dies and the end days come, it's going to everyone to laugh at them when we have our physical comics and they have nothing. But for right now, they're winning the game, I think, in some respects. Yeah, well, I was talking to uh, a comic book artist slash illustrator, and she had just gotten, um, like, the last Batman or something like that. It's that one that I sent you. It has him, like, walking through this post-apocalyptic Earth, and mm. he has, like, the Joker's head in a lantern type thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Well, she got that book. And I'm like, holy cow, you got that You got that issue. She goes, yeah, but it, it's good, but it's not as good as batman damned and i'm like mm-hmm. what the hell is batman damned and she goes oh my gosh it's this and she showed me the covers for it and i'm like oh my gosh i need to have this she goes yeah good luck trying to find it and sure enough she wasn't joking it was only three issues i think and literally they're going for hundreds of dollars now that's crazy yeah comics just fall into that category of they make a certain limited printing and they want to make their money and then they just stop yeah, I showed my dad um, one that I got um, last year. 
um, the Dark Knight three, right? Mm. And he actually opened. It, he goes, "Wow, this is different than the comics I had in my day. It doesn't even feel like paper anymore." And yeah. I had to think about it. I'm like, "Yeah, they don't print this on the same type of paper that they did back in the day." Because mm. back in the day, I think like all these publishers wanted to do was just get stuff out there, right? Get mm-hmm. it on the cheapest material we could find, the cheapest paper, right. and so that way people can read it and toss it and buy another one. Well, and in the other piece of that too, is they were a lot thicker back in the day than they are now. Yeah. Although now, when you look at it, like the color just like explodes off the page. They spend a lot more in color and a lot less on pages and content. I feel I. And that's why I don't buy comics. It's because I feel kind of cheated, unless I'm buying like a graphic novel or you know a limited edition series or something. I'm not getting. I'm not even getting like a good chunk of a story. I'm basically getting like thirty seconds of a story each time I buy a comic. And oh it's like, yeah. yeah, I get it. They bring you in, but can they give us a little bit more? Oh yeah. Leave us with a cliffhanger, but give us a little more than this. This is ridiculous. Yeah, that Dark Knight comic that I read. Um, literally, it's amazing as you start reading it. But literally, it's like maybe twenty, thirty pages tops. That's if not that, a lot. Yeah. if that, and I'm talking yeah. double sided. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. just there's just and ads. Don't forget the ads and the ads. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of crazy. I don't I don't need my comics to be so high quality. I mean, I think it's nice, but I'd rather they spend more time and more effort than making it high quality and spending all the money in the extra ink and shit. <laughs> I'll go back to the goofy day comics and the good old, as you said, crappy paper, whatever they can find, and get a bigger story for my money than worry about it being glossy and popping off the page and all that nonsense That's, or I, or know. like a whole a, at least like half a story right yeah because yeah. i remember reading some amazing spider-man from the 80s that they covered an entire story in one issue yeah and i was like what happened to those you cannot get that these days you cannot i don't think you get any comic from of of any superhero that's one story in one comic you're not gonna have it you just it doesn't exist and it's a pain it's, it's just irritating it's irritating to all get up so, speaking of classic generational changes, Go and on. this is this is a cool one. You'll like this as I wander the feed of Facebook. So, you know what movie's coming out with your man, our our bestie right now, of course, via Twitter. Oh, See, if that's enough of a hint for you. Mark Hamill, and he is doing Child's Play. He is doing Child's Play. Can I, just, can I just say something about this? <laughs> go go ahead. All right. So I was like, Mark, what are you doing? What are you doing with this? What are you doing? Are you selling out? No, he can't possibly be selling out. Because, hey, look, money makes the world go round. And these guys, this is their livelihood, right? He, he's, yeah. he's doing voiceovers now more mm-hmm. than he is in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. And I get it. You have to get as many jobs as you can get. And I was thinking, it's going to be awful, right? Until... I saw the interview with him and somebody asked him, why did you select this? And he said that the director who also co-wrote this or whose image is this sold him the script on the fact that it's a Greek tragedy. Mm. All right. And here's how he, how he was sold on it in the original child's play. The doll itself was innocent and it had evil imprinted on it. That psychopath, like, took his evilness and put it into this doll so he could be immortal, right? Right, sure. Unfortunately, like, things happened and he got stuck inside the doll. He wanted to hop into the kid, remember? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you want to come back alive again, if you will. Right. So that way he can relive life and be immortal again, right? Well, mm-hmm. then, it, of course, it kind of spawned that, you know, that franchise of Chucky movies, right? Right. Where he became a killer again and he got the girlfriend for a hot minute. Yeah, and had a kid. It, it was weird. It just became weird. It became like the movies became setups for like one-liners. You know what I mean? Right, right. And I, I kind of watched the first one. I got creeped out by it and I was kind of done. Like, I don't like that. That's a very creepy. You got you got your 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 clowns. I got the living doll shit. Right. Yeah, I don't I, I don't like. It. Not a to, fan. Which to be fair, dolls are kind of creepy. Yeah. But, but I think that's another subject for another for another time. Yeah. Yes. We'll we'll do a whole episode on creepy creepy uh, uh, dolls. But so back to Mark Hamill. He says, you know, we remember that, and we remember like that was lightning in a bottle, and he didn't want to do that again. But what the director says, this is a Greek tragedy. The doll is not imprinted with evil, all right? It, it doesn't know it's evil. It's not trying to be evil. It's just something where, like, imagine all the safety restrictions have been removed. Right. And he said, the line that stands out for me is, are we having fun? And it's not like it's doing it to be evil. It really thinks this is having fun. Mm-hmm. Well, and he has a huge history of just being in love with doing voice work. Yeah. It's not a thing where he's kind of like, you know, doing these because they're easy. He's doing them because he really enjoys doing this type of work. I mean, look at his career. He could have been an actor. He could have been on stage and in theater and doing all that. Which he, he did. Cho- which he did. Which he did. But his bigger body of work, I feel, is in his voice work, really. Yeah. And, and we- he says he says it's so hard, too. Because like these directors, they don't look, they don't cast based on what they see. It's all in what they hear. They hear, right? And they're all, looking for that special something. Yeah, and all these guys get are like these scripts, and it's like, here's the character, give us a voice. Mm-hmm. And and you know, there's Mark like in his in his mind trying to come up with like the perfect voice for this. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's crazy stuff. I love it. It's good stuff, and that's that's. We want to stop there for a hot minute because we do need to take oh, yes, a brief commercial break, of course. But we will talk more about the, the craziness of toys and other things that, that have filled our childhood with joy. They just aren't there anymore or are there but in weird forms. And there's yes. a lot of it. We'll come back to it. But I wanted to thank, first off, all of our fans um, listening to us. We've just hit this past uh, month about 1,400 players. Uh, that are listening to us so thank you for playing our little podcast wherever you happen to catch us whether it's on radio public which is a great place to support us with all you have to do is listen and you're supporting us um obviously of course on podcoin which if you are we are a bonus right now you get double points for using uh the two nerds a joke uh two nerds and a joke as your uh friend so friend us and use that code and you'll get 300 points instantly um, and I do want to thank, of course, Anchor is always with our brief commercial break here um, for letting us do our podcast as awesome and as frequently as we do it, which, of course, is always weekly. So we'll be back in a few seconds here. Um, so enjoy our brief commercial interruption and we'll come right back. All right. And Ernie, as always. Seamless transition. It's amazing. It's an amazing transition. I'll tell you what. Um, as we were talking about just before the brief break, you know, big part of childhood is, of course, we're talking, talking about dolls like Chucky and, and Mark Hamill being amazing as always. You know, we love you, Mark. Yeah. Uh, Be on our podcast. Uh, 
Peter Boy, yes. Um, but there is a a lot of toys that have kind of disappeared uh, off the market. Dolls and things of that nature. It's like uh, you look at like Cabbage Patch Kids. You look at um, God. I don't know if you remember this. So there's this this doll. It's kind of a soft body, hard legs, hard arms. And he's there's a little boy and a little girl version. And it's like uh, your little friend. And he had a baseball hat and like a red and white striped shirt and the little blue sneaker shoe type things. Do you remember that one? Yes. Yes, I do. I don't have no idea what it was called, but it was like, that was kind of the dolls that were out there. There were these good size, like, I don't know what you call them. They're not 12 inch. I guess they're they're even more than that. They're they're a little bit bigger than 18 inch. 18 big ones. Like, yeah. Good size. Yeah. But that, that size doll just isn't really out there anymore. I mean, you got your Barbies, you got your standard sizes, you got your action figures, which are well, all over the place. Well, to be fair, it's a little more deceiving now. Have you heard of the American Girl doll? Well, see, that's the thing. That's, yeah. and, and all their knockoffs. That, that's where I was going to. Good, good transition, wow. as always. My Jesus. daughter, my daughter <sighs> got one when she was two. Yeah. And it was a pretty penny. It was a pretty penny to get one. It's insane. I've actually been because of my daughter and and my my wife are both into the American Girl doll experience. Yep. And I've been to the store, um, and it is absolutely insane. You can have it's a hair salon and a beauty yep. parlor and yep. a, just all this craziness. And there's outfits and there's it's just everything you can imagine, all the accessories ever. And then they have the books and they have. The, the, the movies, movies, live action movies, I think, too. I mean, it's I think insane. the wild thing is that you can get a car for your doll and literally the car is like the cost of a brand new motorcycle for an adult. That's insane. And people buy and them. Pe- and people buy it. Yeah, people are buying this, this stuff. I was going to say poop, but, you know, whatever. They teach their own. Right. I mean, but it's gotten so outrageously expensive to to do these types of things you really have to make the money and i remember back back in the day of course um that it's 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 absolutely insane to think that back in the day you could get some good toys for really inexpensive pricing but back then back then though it was just about selling the toy though it was about you know uh, making imagination now you're buying a lifestyle Yes, that is a huge difference. Yeah. That is a huge. You're buying. You're buying a concept. Yeah, you're buying all of that. Yeah, and you're buying into so that you have so you're part of a crowd, and that's that's where it's kind of falling apart. Oh, by the way, speaking of feeling old and, and buying lifestyle, the original Batman movie, the one with your your one of my favorite Jokers. Oh, eighty nine Batman. Yeah, 89. thirty years old, dude. Good gravy, man. Yeah, I'm just just putting that out there. Uh, I saw that opening week. Wow. I saw that opening week, my, and my dad took me, uh, li- living up in the panhandle of Florida, went to the mall. They had a, uh, four screens at the movie theater. That was our megaplex. They had four screens, and yeah. one of them was Batman. And mm-hmm. I just remember it was sold out for days. And yeah. finally I saw it. I finally was able to get two tickets. And, you know, this was before, like, you could call up and, like, buy the tickets or put them on right. hold. You actually had to be in line. Mm. You know, so. That's insane. That's, that's yeah. crazy. So, so what, what I have to ask, so we, have to do, we have to do a little Marvel spot because, you know, we want to be sponsored by Disney at the end of the day. Let's not fool ourselves. Oh. Um, two, two questions for you. Your thoughts. 
So I saw two things on Marvel, one of which I know you're familiar with. The re-release that's coming out of Endgame. I have a theory behind it, but go on. Yes, I know exactly the theory you're going to go, I think. So we'll get to that. The other one is the rumors or the theory that there's going to be at least somewhere between, depending on which article you read, seven to nine more Spider-Man movies. How many, think of those, it's true? how many of those are going to be animated? No, they're talking Tom Holland. No, won't happen. They're talking seven, seven, and it's coming from pretty legitimate sources. No. Like, you know, we got this covered and a couple of others that we, we follow on the regular. All so I you don't have know. To do, all you have to do is look at Disney and their, and their run with Star Wars. What is that? We had episode... Eight and nine. Eight and nine. And then you had Solo. People are saying that's too much Star Wars. And that's only four movies. Well, it's well. We, I know, you know, we, we both know very well that the real issue ends up really being is spacing, timing. It's not about. I was told we would get one Star Wars movie every year, and we would get like every other year, like back to the original, like you know, Skywalker storyline, right? But the, but they screwed that up. They, they screwed it up because didn't Solo come out the same year as, as the other uh, episode eight? No, no, no. No, it came out eight months later. Didn't that happen or no? Am I mistaken? In my You're mistaken. Process? Solo came out okay. like maybe February, March-ish, I want to say. Meanwhile, The Last Jedi came out during Christmas, December the year before. Because now they're, they, stopped, mm. they stopped releasing the movies but in May not... and pushed it to you... December. Well, this, well, that's my thing. Is okay. It wasn't the same year, but it was not a year apart. Correct. That was, I think, a big part of the problem. I felt they 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 said they were going to do one a year. Yes. That means yearly one. Yes. So one year goes between. They didn't do that. I think they just bit off more than they can chew, and they're trying to they they overkill themselves. Well, it was a timing issue. You you would well. Let me let me say that the last Jedi made bank during that oh, Christmas yeah. holiday. And they oh, got the yeah. Christmas multiplier, of course. So, like, of course, if you, you know, so many people are off, more people are going to be watching movies during that time, and it made bank. Um, oh yeah, the in a, in a in a huge way. Yeah, uh, and then Solo came out shortly after, and you, we don't want to rehash that story again. But uh, no. I feel, yeah, I feel, Spider Man probably has two more movies tops. Well, and two more movies that he's also crank uh, contracted for. Yeah, I think tops, tops yeah. two. Okay, I can I can get behind that. Um, so, so you got two there, and let's hear your theory about why you think they're re-releasing. I know why. I think I know why. But let's see if your theory is the same as mine. Go on. What's your theory as to why they're re-releasing? Um, the the end game movie with a few extra seconds. I mean, it's literally they, they yeah. basically blatantly. You're getting an extra end scene. Yes, the freaking do. Yeah, I know. And my whole thing is, it's like I knew they were going to do this when I saw James Cameron send a, a, a congratulations to Avengers passing <laughs> Titanic. All right, that's pretty big for J- for Jim. You know, because he and I are are tight. Yeah, you're like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're on first name you know shortened first name basis like he calls me oh, of course he just calls me e and i'm like you, you're the e man yeah and he's jimmy 
So, you know, he, he class act, he congratulates them for sinking Titanic again. Uh, and uh, they're in second place. How many movies have they put out now? Think about it. Yeah. Force Awakens, Rogue One, um, episode, they need right. a big push. They need to hit like the next break that people have and drop the Avengers again. And like you said, throw a little extra seasoning in it, but not too much because you got a DVD you want to se- you want to sell and then you ha- want to have like an extended version DVD that you want to sell. Mhm. So you sprinkle that, right? These Russo you, brothers. You, yeah. And you you basically make the biggest movie of all time even though it's just because you did a re-release. Yes. I mean Avatar I think was re-released in theaters. After its but, initial run, well, and to be fair, the biggest another big difference is they were talking about this somewhere. I saw it that you look at Avatar, it left no footprint. No, it left nothing behind. No, you either watched the movie and you knew it, or you didn't. Yeah, it, there was and no huge marketing campaign. There was yeah. no Disney theme park. There was no car. There was no Avatar cartoon. Not to get confused with the Last Airbender. No, no, no. No, the really is the worst movie ever. Right. You took a great comic, and a great, a great cartoon, a great cartoon. Yeah, that's what I meant. And a great comic too. They did do comics, but the great cartoon and ruin it. Yeah, ruin it completely. I hope I've heard rumor that they're going to redo heard, it. Yeah, yeah, I've heard rumor. I would, I would, I, I would give it another. I give it a second try. I would I give too. it a second try as long as but, you know. But back to this, it is solely for Disney to own the highest grossing movie of all time has nothing to do with giving the fans anything extra. This is mm-hmm. solely about and look, the Marvel fans out there and even the people who just enjoyed the movie. Dude, some of them want this. They want to have that movie be the number one grossing movie of all time. For whatever reason, they feel like they're a part of that. Sadly, I've watched the movie three times. So I've dedicated nine my- hours of my life to that movie. Well, why is it sad? Because did I, you not enjoy I, it? I, I I did, but I think I perpetuated this this thing about like this thing has to be the most successful movie of all time. It has to beat Blue Space Cats, who before you didn't even know that movie. You, you didn't know anything <laughs> about it before. But at least, it's, but but at least, at least they 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 had um, the balls to be something different. Yes, that that was the one thing. People who love Avatar basically say that exact same thing. Hey, look, it was an original idea, original story. And I'm like, well, it's kind of Pocahontas. They're like, all right, you got to just shut up and leave. They're just like, you know, you're throwing around too much logic here. Mm -hmm. But look, the story, the story is definitely a rehash. We've seen the story before and that's fine. And we get it. But here's my thing is you still are an original twist yeah. on an existing story. That's that's all you can ever really hope for. I mean, you really think about really original stories, they don't really exist. Yeah. You know? And, um, th- and that thing, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it, it had nothing to do with extra scenes or anything like that. I think when they re-released it, they re-released it in IMAX format, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, yes, because it was it was 
it was a beautiful that was that was one of those it's like i think one of the only if not the only movie that really benefited from an imax experience like if you didn't see it in imax you were missing a ton it was like if you didn't see it in 3d you weren't missing as much you're missing a little bit but imax to me oh dude oh yeah 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 that that, that was a hard ticket to find because it was already expensive to go see imax and when oh, i yeah. heard it set all the records for like the most watched IMAX you know, movie, mm-hmm. you know, you got to admit, man, Jimmy came, you know, he won on that one. Oh, yeah. No, he knew exactly what, what they were, they knew exactly what they're doing with it and they did it perfectly. And it, it was out and it disappeared and it was good and people went to see it because they knew they were seeing something that would never be seen again. Yeah, so. I, was, I was impressed, man. But yeah, I totally believe that this is solely for Disney to say they own the large, because I think at one time they did. And then they got knocked off by star Wars and then star Wars got knocked off by ET. Mm-hmm. Everybody, every, every bigger movie that came out did their thing. And it's like, well, we want to get back in the arena. That's fine. But can you do it with something original, original for a change? So it's not, I mean, they're pandering. Yeah. And, and, and look, I'm a fan of a lot of Disney stuff. Don't get me wrong. But at some point, when does it become just simple pandering to people and not really giving them anything unique? They aren't going to put any effort because they don't need to. Exactly. You know, and it's like you look at like Legend, for example, the film company, you know, Legends, legendary movies. Like you go see a Legend movie, you know, the one with the weird little logo at the front logo. Yeah. The Celtic, like a Celtic symbol. Mm -hmm. You go. You tell me a bad Legends movie. Almost all the movies they've done are good content, unique in some fashion, they they know what they're doing. They pick those movies. And they aren't all huge blockbusters, but they know what they're doing, and they're unique. You know, I mean, hell, even they're accused of rehashing. I mean, the, the rumors going around now, I don't know if you've seen the um, ad for the Captain Planet movie. Yes. Would you see it? I know I would. Uh, Nobody these I'd... days know who Captain Planet is. I mean, let's not fool ourselves. No, I and I'd give it a shot. However... The one that I would see that they would get all my monies and probably the monies of about like maybe ninety percent of the people I spoke to since high school. Mm. It's it's just a it's just a still frame shot of these people dressed up like the kids from the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Oh God, yes, I saw that. That's the commercial. That's the uh, car the commercial. car commercial. Yes, it's yes, the, it's the cast from the and I'm like, oh my God, please tell please. me, please somebody, tell me. and it's German. It's not even in, in, in an English commercial. It's in a Germany commercial, I think. Like they German don't speak, or Brazil, yeah, Brazil or, or someplace. someplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need that. And they look like the characters. All spitting images of them. And like they, they didn't even... They, did the special effects and the powers are like, oh my God. Yeah. The you, know, the you know, Hank's bow, the shield, the invisible cloak, everything. No, oh, yeah. No, completely. I was like, we, we need this in our lives. This is something that we you could rehash over and over again and why not a netflix series something give me something yes uh, all the monies i <laughs> i i speak into existence i hope my phone is listening to me make <sighs> this happen make it happen baby make it happen the other well, thing i wanted to briefly mention and this was something that happened just last night i was mm-hmm. visiting my parents and um i was doing my parents a favor my my father and I, we, we had a little home improvement project over the weekend, and now mm. he's pretty sore from it. He could barely move. So mm. he was watching TV last night. He was flipping through the channels, 
and he caught the last 45 minutes of Logan. Oh, okay. It was showing on FX. Now, mind you, when you watch it on those channels, they edit out a lot of the stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, But they kept a lot of the violence there, all right? Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, wow, this is, this is really good. And he turns around and he says, is this, like, from the comics? And I'm like, actually, Dad, every Wolverine comic that you bought me when I was in the seventh and eighth grade was like this movie. It was, you know, the claws aren't there for decoration or cutting through doors. He was plunging them into people and hacking, mm-hmm. like, limbs off with it. Oh, yeah. No, he was, that was the first ha- slashy, slashy Wolverine like we're supposed to see. Yeah. You know? You've yeah, been dying he, to see that. Yeah, he wasn't, like, using it to block sores and, like, kick people. No, nah, he was plunging these things into people. Mm-hmm. And, and literally, he watched the whole, from the back part through, and he goes... I want to watch this. And I, and I said, well, I own it on Vudu. Mm-hmm. I, I, I own the special edition. Like, you can watch it in black and white. You can watch the theatrical cut. You can watch the extended cut. And, and he goes, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a solid movie. Yeah. And, and I'm like, yes. This, I was like, this is in my top three comic book movies. No, right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I have Logan. Mm-hmm. I have The Dark Knight. And I have the very, very first Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good trilogy right there. I can't, I can't off the top of my head beat that. So I, I love all three. I can watch any of those anytime. Yeah, my dad had a problem. I guess when the movie came out, how it was toted, it looked really uber violent. So he was kind of like on the fence about that. Sure. But like he actually started watching. It. He saw the last forty-five, and he goes, "He can't pop. He can't die. He's not supposed to die." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "No, he's dead. That that's part of the comics." Yeah. Yeah. So look at that generational thing. Like I may get him back into it again, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, it's this, this, very this, different. Yeah. It's very different. Now. I don't know if, I mean, my daughter's into it, but it's not the same, but it's not the same. Like she, she kind of wants to see dark Phoenix, but to what extent? Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. She, like, uh, you know, if it was one of those things now, she does want to see, um, Captain Marvel. Yeah. But I'm surprised you didn't take her to. I wanted to, but like there were other options. Yeah. And yeah. she'd rather see the kid, the kid ones, the, you know, the, yeah. the how to train your dragon. Right. You know, secret life of pets too. You know, the, the, the fun stuff. She, she I guess she saw the Captain Marvel as being a, a quote unquote serious movie, even though it's really not, it's make believe, you know? Yeah. But it's more serious than the other ones. Yeah. In some respects. Well, I, I feel that a, a tradition that we haven't done should start, and, and it's literally in our title. Um, so before before we sign off for this wonderful episode, I, I found a joke that I felt was extremely appropriate since we Go have two on. nerds and a joke. I want to hear this. Okay, so basically um, there's a different type of nerd who will answer, finish the sentence in a different way than you expect. So the start of the sentence, of course, is may the force be... And you have to finish it, right? Right. So you would say... Oh, me, it's definitely with you. Right. But the other type of nerd would say, equal to the mass times acceleration. Love it. <laughs> so... Love that, it. To corny dad jokes and all the other generational gaps that people will continue to groan about for ages to come, if you will, Ernie. Peace out. Peace out, everybody. We will talk to you guys next time. 
And that's another episode of Two Nerds and a Joke. Follow Robert and Ernie on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to their YouTube channel.